Hey there, friend, and welcome to The Weekly Rock. Each week, we'll discuss thoughts about identity, purpose, and how to build a life of deep conviction. It's my greatest desire to hold space for you to find freedom and help facilitate growth in your life. I'm glad you're here. Well, welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Rock. I am so honored to have you here with me. We are now on episode number five, which means that Rocky has done something consistently for five weeks in a row. And for that just alone, my friends, I am very proud. You know, um, when I started the podcast, uh, man, it's even been a few months ago and we we started it because we had this idea that we were going to do it based off of the book and kind of have a, a, a podcast that, that was the same name as the book and following the book. And uh, for those of you that pre-ordered the book, Thank you guys for being so patient with us. We're, we are working on it and, and it's in process. So thank you. But as we've kind of thought about over the last couple months, and we had a thing going before called the Weekly Rock, which was um, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook Live. Uh, we were doing uh, every week on Fridays at noon. Uh, and the more we thought about it, the more we were, we just kind of landed at a place of going, you know, like if we're going to create content, if, if we're going to share something, if, if, if I'm going to have the opportunity to talk about what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling. And, and really where I'm at, but also where I think you are at and, and really how we can hold space for one another and facilitate growth uh, in our lives for each other. We kind of landed on going, why don't we just do a podcast that's short, simple. Uh, th- those of you that know me on any level or in any context know that I always have something to say and always have an opinion. So I felt like, well, why not just give myself 10 to 12 minutes a week and have an opinion and put it out there. And if anybody resonates with it or feels like it's beneficial or valuable to them, well, that can be the case. And so, um, Really, as we as we go into this week, um, one, I just wanted to say thanks. Thanks for your support and thanks for consistently, you know, kind of coming along the ride of all the crazy things we think of and try to find new and different ways to to help and support uh, where you're at and, and ultimately just want to facilitate uh, growth in your life, uh, given the opportunity for you and for me and for us collectively to find freedom and to make sure that we are living in a life that uh, is of deep conviction that we believe in. And, and so I was having a conversation this last week uh, it was actually the end of last week with, with, uh, a friend of mine who's also a coaching client of mine. And, um, you know, we, we had actually skipped about six weeks or so since we had met and just kind of the craziness of life in, 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 in his life. And we got, we got to talking. And so we, we had a one hour coaching call and, um, man, sometimes I just wish I was recording those. Um, and that, you know, for, for the sake of confidentiality, we don't share those and, uh, don't make those public. But this one in particular was just really, really good. And I say that that's not a pat on my back. I'm saying it's just the, the conversation we were having. And honestly, the, the openness and freedom that he had for himself was just really, really beautiful to be a part of. But I just wanted to share a couple of things, just some notes that I took from that. Just honestly, probably think that were a takeaway for me, even though they were things that he was saying and that he was sharing. They were they were things that I was taking away as well. And so um, he, he made this statement. And, and so this so some of the things we're going to talk about are going to be things that he said or, or some, some paraphrased version of that that I wrote down. But um, I, I just wanted to share a little bit of our conversation with you and a, a few things that, that I noted um, about our dialogue uh, about really where he is at and what he is experiencing. And, and then I think also with that, really where I'm at and what I'm experiencing and where those things come together. And so um, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you join us. Uh, and I can't wait to dive into this with you.
one of the first things that uh, he said that I, that I noted and I marked down is he made this comment and he said, I've been hiding behind what I am not instead of allowing myself to stand in who I am. And I'm going to say that again, because I think there is something about that statement that just resonates so deeply with me. And I think in my experience with so many of you, whether that's through uh, social channels, whether that's through coaching, whatever that is, that, that how often do we find ourselves in that position? where we realize that we've spent a, a large amount of time hiding behind what we are not instead of standing confidently in who we are. And then he said, it's hard to learn what you're not good at, but when you do, it's so much more freeing to be able to own who you are. And, and when we were talking about that, I thought, wow, how, how poignant is that for so many of us? that we inevitably live so much of our life hiding behind what we're not, uh, hiding behind this mask or this facade of what we are not instead of walking into and standing in who we are. Now, I want to be really clear. There's a lot of work that goes on between those two stages. There's a lot of work that goes on between the place that says, I'm, 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 I'm realizing that I'm hiding behind what I am not instead of standing in who I am. But I think he was really onto something when he said, it's, it's because I'm learning what I am not good at. And that actually gives me the opportunity to become free to pursue what I know I am great at. He said, but what happens is I have this false sense of perfection. I have this false sense of identity. And so I inevitably, he said, I constantly punish myself for consistently falling short of perfection. And so and I can't live up to the expectation I think I have or I have created or that even somebody else has created for me that may not even be true. I inevitably punish myself because I consistently fall short of the expectation of perfection. Friends, if that is you, I ask that you would take a step backward. You would reevaluate where the expectation of perfection comes from, where that, where that image comes from, where that vision comes from. Is that in fact you hiding behind something that you are not instead of owning the fact of where you are? Because what he said is he said, when I do that, when I consistently find myself punishing myself for falling short of perfection, I inevitably beat myself up or that what I wrote down is I said, we, we whip ourselves for our shortcomings. We beat ourselves up for our shortcomings. And when we beat ourselves up for our shortcomings, that never opens up an avenue for grace. You see, if we have a false sense of who we are, we live into an unrealistic expectation of what that is and what that means. And then we punish ourselves for falling short of perfection, which was never intended or designed to be the way in which we should live our life. We will then punish ourselves and whip ourselves for our shortcomings. And when we do that, it never opens up an avenue for grace. We define grace as creating the opportunity to see ourselves in someone else, or when it comes internally to give our own self grace, it's the opportunity to see ourselves in ourself. But when the vision or the image of ourself is skewed, it's really hard to see the reality of what is because we're holding up a picture of something that in fact is not true at all. And so I want to encourage you and I want to challenge you and I want to ask you, is that where you are right now? Are you in a place where you have potentially, because of where we are, understandably in the middle of a pandemic, 
in, in the middle of a pandemic part two where cases are on their way up and we're trying to figure out what do we do and what does it look like? And for those of us that are entrepreneurs, what does our business look like? For those of us that, that work at a, at a corporate job, what, is, what does the business itself look like and where do we fit with our children, with our families, with our partners and our marriages and our friends? Let's go a step further with ourselves. How long are we going to continue to live in front of a facade and an image that is not us until we allow ourselves the opportunity, we hold space for one another so that we have the chance to come back to center. We come back to ourselves. We come back to the reality of what makes us us as opposed to living and then beating ourselves up for consistently falling short of the expectation of perfection. Listen, friend, I'm with you. I am as guilty of it as anybody else. The desire to be a great boss and a great coach and a great business owner and a great husband and a great father and a great friend. And what happens, I get so caught up in the greatness that I think I'm supposed to be that I lose sight of who I am as an individual. I don't do things for me. I don't think about me. I'm not just talking about in general, the overarching category of self-care. I'm talking about the ability to look at myself and ask myself, do I care for myself? See, I'm great at saying that I'm valuable when I'm, when I'm loving someone else. I'm great at saying I'm valuable when somebody else tells me I'm doing a good job. I'm great at saying I'm valuable if I can close a deal or get a sale or someone else says good job or you help me. But am I great at looking in the mirror and realizing that I, in fact, want to care for myself? You see, I think that's the reason we call it that. We call it self-care when, in fact, I think the truth of it is we have to ask ourselves the question, do we care for ourselves? Both are we doing things to take care of ourselves, and also when we look in the mirror, do we care for ourselves? You see, I think that's the first step to us uncovering this false image. It's the first step to giving ourselves enough space to look freely in the mirror and accept and like what we see, both literally and metaphorically. If we're going to, in fact, not be afraid to hide behind what we are not, but we're going to be confident to stand in what we are, we must know who we are. And I believe the way for us to know who we are is to begin by being able to ask ourselves, do we care for ourselves? Listen, if you hear that and your guttural response is no, or your guttural response is I don't know, take a deep breath. You, like everybody else, you, like me, we are human beings. The answer is not going to be right all the time. The answer is not going to be perfect all the time. But self-care is the opportunity for us to begin to care for ourselves. And when we care for ourselves, we can then stop punishing ourselves for our shortcomings. But when we open ourselves up to who we are, it gives us the opportunity to create an avenue for grace, to see ourselves in ourself so that we can continue to walk in freedom in who we are and what our strengths are. And as we continue to learn what we are not good at, it will be the most freeing thing that we find. You see, friends, as we were wrapping up our conversation, he said, I get sad when I see how much I have mistreated myself because I didn't see the truth. And in fact, what I saw was a lie. I, like my friend, get sad at times when I realize how much I have mistreated myself, how much time I've expended in convincing myself that I wasn't good enough. 
how much time I've spent not seeing the truth, how much of my time I've spent living in the lie, how much of my time I have given to somebody else's perception or expectation of my reality. And so then I just asked him a simple question. I said, friend, what do you need? And here are the four things he said to me. I I hope this resonates with you. He said, number one, I'm going to keep it simple. I just need to know that I'm not a piece of shit. Maybe that's you. He said, I need to know that I have what it takes. Maybe that's you. He said, I need to know that I am enough. Maybe that's you. And then lastly, he said, I need to know that someone will stand in the gap for me when I don't have the strength or ability to stand in the gap for myself. And maybe that's you. And maybe that's you for one thing. Maybe that's you for two things. Maybe that's you for all things. I know for me, I can resonate deeply with all four. But I want you to take some time today as you're listening to this, wherever it is, if it's lunchtime or dinner time, or you're getting ready or it's at night or whenever it is. But I want to ask yourself, what do you need? And those of you that have followed along or, or uh, have, have heard something we've done before, you know that I like to kind of take us down a trail and then turn around and walk us around the, the, the backwards and kind of hit it in reverse. So that's what we're going to do. So we ended here by the question that says, what do you need? And I kind of gave us four, four things to think about. And so now I'm going to want to walk us in reverse of what we went through because I want you to see how these things go together. You see, when we start with asking ourselves what we need, it gives us the ability to care for ourselves. When we care for ourselves, that is when we can actually create self-care. We will then recognize that there are moments when we are sad because we see how we have mistreated ourselves because we didn't see the truth because we didn't care for ourselves. And as we care for ourselves, we begin to see ourselves in ourselves. That's how we describe internal grace, which means we will no longer punish ourselves for our shortcomings, but we will create a real expectation of who we are. We will not be punished by falling short of perfection but we will be satisfied in our pursuit of progress because we will recognize what we are great at. We will find freedom in what we are not great at and we will no longer hide behind what we are not, but we will stand confidently in who we are. So take some time this weekend, this week, this evening, this morning, wherever you are, ask yourself what you need. Do you need just to know that you're not a piece of shit? Do you just need to know that you have what it takes? Do you need to know that you are enough? Do you need to know that someone will stand in the gap on your behalf? Do we need all four? I know I do. I care for you, friend. I'm grateful for you being here and taking time to spend with me. Would love to support you and care for you in any way that is within my uh, realm of possibility. Make sure and don't hesitate to reach out if you need something. If there's something we can do, great. If there's somebody we can connect you with, we'd love to do that too. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of The Weekly Rock. I'll see you soon. Hey, 
Hey friend, thanks again for joining us here for another episode of the Weekly Rock. If you're not already, we would love for you to join us for the Daily Rock. This is our way to challenge you, encourage you, and motivate you each morning uh, sent directly to your phone. And so we do this via text message. uh, And all you have to do to join uh, is just text the word podcast to the phone number 469-649-8441. Again, that's 469-649-8441. And we'll have that listed in the show notes for you as well. We hope you found the podcast to be challenging, encouraging, and as an opportunity to facilitate growth in your life. As always, we'd love to know what you think, so feel free. You can leave us a review here or shoot us a DM or send us a text message, and we look forward to seeing you next week.